Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim. And Shannon. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome back to Right Spokane Perspective on this Thanksgiving episode. I know that a lot of you folks are out there working on the spread for everyone. The the turkey, the ham, the stuffing, the gravy. We're going to make this a gravy episode, but you know what? The people that voted are first in line for the hot stuffing. That's just the rule here at Right Spokane Perspective. We have actually some gravy people in with us today. They also love Thanksgiving, and they're also a part of the political party that won't ban the celebration of Columbus Day or the next holiday to be taken off the list is Thanksgiving because of those colonizers. So we're going to have uh, MJ Bolt and Lyle Dack on the show with us today, the, the chair and vice chair of the Spokane GOP. But today, unlike the last time they were on the show, we're going to do inspiration first. Inspiration first. It's a good thing because we're fleeing from turkeys today. Two wild turkeys stood at the county line. How close could I get, I wondered. I slowed my jog to a walk, then stopped. It worked. The turkeys walked toward me and kept coming. In seconds, their heads were bobbing at my waist, then behind me. How sharp those beaks were. I ran away. They waddled after me before giving up the chase. How quickly the tables are turned. The hunted had become the hunter when the turkeys seized the initiative. Foolishly, I had wondered if they were too dumb to be scared. I wasn't about to be carelessly wounded by a bird, so I fled from the turkeys. David didn't seem dangerous, so Goliath taunted him to come near. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. So David flipped the script when he seized the initiative. He ran towards Goliath, not because he was foolish, but because he had confidence in God. He shouted, this very day, the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Goliath was puzzled by this aggressive boy. What's going on? He must have thought. Then it hit him right between the eyes. It's natural for small animals to run from people and shepherds to avoid giants. It's natural for us to hide from our problems. Why settle for natural? Is there a God in Israel? Then in his power, run towards the fight. Heavenly Father, when we're afraid, remind us that your spirit is with us. Help us run in your strength. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, I love the inspiration today. And on the Right Spokane perspective, you know that we always run at the enemy because it confuses them. They get terrified all of a sudden, no matter how big they are. They're thinking, why are these people running at me? I thought I controlled and owned them. And, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving. You know, the enemy has taken away our holidays. They want to change our culture. They want to change our history. They want to change the truth because their truth is social distancing. But if you're distant, you're not social. Their truth is community custody. If you're in the community, you're not in custody. So they lie to us in their very language. And I don't want to lose Thanksgiving like we lost Columbus Day because I think our history is important. And I think that those that turned out to vote get the first dibs at the stuffing. But we've got MJ Bolt and Lyle Dack in the studio with us today. So thanks for being with us again today. Uh, you colonizers. We're all colonizers. You know what? I colonized the property that I purchased that I pay taxes on in the city of Spokane. So my own colony, my kids, and actually the multi-generational household, I guess we'd get canceled. Yeah. Well, and I tell you what, thanks for having us, by the way. Uh, this is about our kids, really. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I got involved. I'm pretty sure that's why Lyle got involved. Yes. You know, our kids, our grandkids, we see this 
great country that we, you know, used to have or believed in being taken away, those rights and our freedoms being taken away. And I can't sit on the sidelines anymore, right? It's time to get involved and preserve that and bring it back. Make America great again. I believe in that because it's it's not good right now. We've got kangaroo courts. We've got, you know, banana republic going on. We've got people that are being persecuted, you know, a, a mayor that was persecuted because she prayed on a stage with somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it might be her today, but it's going to be you and I tomorrow. And like you said, who knows what holidays next? I mean, the stuff that they're teaching our kids in our schools, this is this is not what we what we had. So well, we they're need, lies. They're, they're lies. They're I mean, such so, lies. So I called you guys colonizers. I was just jesting. I know. Because I know that <laughs> you live in the community you live in because you were probably born somewhere. It was probably in America. Somewhere, yes. <laughs> it, it, was, it was probably, you know, you started out a baby, you know, you were allowed to escape the womb. Yep. And, uh, you know, you're an American citizen. You believe in your country. The values of our country, we're anti-colonialist. We won that war against Britain, right. who still at that time, and just I think in the last 50 years, were still leaving countries that they took ownership for 100 years. We fought a war against the colonizers, right? right. So in Thanksgiving, we're thinking about, you know, they probably changed Thanksgiving to like uh, correcting history multicultural day or something like that, right? But we're, <laughs> You're giving them too many ideas. But we're the most, well, they already have it. That's the problem yeah. that I think we've we've had as individuals in the Republican Party is that we're not getting in front, in front of the enemy. That's why I was glad the inspiration told us to run towards the enemy because they've already got these ideas in their head. And and I think the Republican Party has become the party. It's, it's strange because you look many years back and they would say that all the warmongers are in the Republican Party. Right now, I see that the Republican Party wants us to quit spending money on war, protect the country, right. make America great again so that we can continue to help foreign nations in, in poverty. And guess what? We've reduced poverty. America has reduced poverty. And I think uh, and we kind of touched on that on Tuesday when, when we talked last. But bringing it back to local, we're talking about our kids, our grandkids, our aunt, our, our nieces, our nephews. Well, you can the involve local, the aunts. The, the aunts, <laughs> yes, and, and the grandparents. Even Aunt Jemima. Every, oh, Aunt Jemima. Everything <laughs> she got that canceled, we're, too. I love that What about that Mrs. Syrup. Butterworth? I well, love she that didn't get canceled. Too. Anyways, squirrel. When we bring it back to local, we really need our Davids to take on the Goliaths here locally because that's really what affects us. We can, like MJ said before, we can vote for the presidential election. We can vote for the state elections and the things that are going on there. And those are really important. But the most important one is going to be what happens locally here. Who is our uh, legislative representative that's running for office? Who is our city council people that are going to run for office? Who is running for school board? We just saw a whole bunch of elections where people got elected for school board. Some of the people that we wanted, we were hoping would get in there. Unfortunately, it didn't make it. But that doesn't mean we stopped. But some did. But some did. And and we're at Thanksgiving dinner today. All the family's coming over. You're playing the right Spokane perspective while you're based in the turkey. And the family comes in and they're like, yeah. Those who voted get first stab at stuffing. So guess what? You encourage the rest of the people to vote, but those that get first stab at stuffing get to show up to caucuses and be involved locally in a greater way. And you know what? Since you have the whole family together in your household today, why don't you talk about who would be best to run for office next and you get first dibs on the gravy? 
Oh, there you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You can have the All stuff. Right. The stuffing. I want the gravy. We need we need people to stand up and take a stand and be David and start running towards those Goliaths. We need you to run for office. Or we're going to be an economic. How, if we let don't us do know. this, if we don't do this, we're going to be in economic turmoil and we won't even be able to have cran cranberry sauce anymore. You know. That's true. Okay, so jump in. I know that we're yeah. We're no, you're good. You're good. Over here, we're making all sorts of jokes about Thanksgiving and having fun, but we do need to get to serious business because you guys are in here representing. You know what? Three hundred and some uh, precinct committee officers. You have GOP board meetings open to the public. Your website is spokanegop.com. There you go. Okay, and so that's the place to contact. The information will soon be available for caucuses. So yeah. uh, let's just jump in with the, some of the other things you guys are working on uh, other than carving turkeys later. Yeah, well, and I think you guys bring some great points, you know, being, you know, kind of the David that goes against the Goliath out there in the community. Um, I'm all about our children and protect them right now. Um, if my, If you want to hear my heart, that's where it's at. I mean, if, I mean, you can wrong me all day long. I, I'm a big boy. I'll handle it. But if you want to come after my children or my grandchildren, you better watch out. Okay. Cause it's just not open for debate. And I feel like our children are being taken from us and we can just go right down to the SB 5599, that whole egregious new law that was signed in by Governor Inslee last May. And, you know, it's basically stating that our children can be taken from us to have a sex change if they feel like they want that sex change. Or they can be introduced to pharmaceuticals that would stop their uh, natural formation of gender uh, by institutions using the public right. schools or, or whatever. It, it's insane that we've gotten to this place. And, you know, we, we probably, most Republicans look at government as a necessary evil. CPS has had been some bad actors in the past. But you know what? We as a community have to have a way to protect children that are being abused. But our state laws and governments are so corrupted that we're taking children away from families because they take away their cell phone because they're looking at bad things because they're isolating them, right? That's a CPS call. But we're allowing children to be generally mutilated or their life altered at developmental ages with drugs. So it, it is insane that more people aren't getting involved to protect their children. And if people right. are Christians out there, I know that we're on the Christian network. You look at the Bible and you look at what is said about children, God's children. If the children are mentioned so many times in the Bible, bring the children into me, those that would, you know, take the children down the wrong path, uh, you know, millstone around your neck and throw into the sea, right? That, that's exactly right. And matter of fact, that's exactly where my heart goes and, you know, motivating me each and every day to get up and do the right thing. Because, you know, if, I, if I've got good sound mind and I'm not standing up for our children, shame on me. Right. I have nobody to blame but myself for that. Well, you don't want to be the lukewarm that gets spewed out of his mouth either. So those are Thanksgiving today. You Come don't want yeah. you don't want cold stuffing and you didn't right. show up to vote. Are you lukewarm? Right. Start reading your Bible. I don't know. But let's go back to that SB five five nine nine real quick because I don't think a lot of people really understand because I talk to people about it and they don't understand the full gravity of that situation. And so if little Johnny comes to you and says, Hey, uh, Dad, I feel like I want to have a sex change. Oh, okay. Well, I just don't know if that's the right way to go. Let's talk about it. No, I, I really think I want to have that sex change. And then he goes and tells his teacher. Well, that teacher... Well, where'd that idea come from in the first place? It was either a social media influencer or the public education system. Well, there you go. I mean, we won't even get into the grooming aspect of that, right? But then little Johnny goes and tells the teacher. Well, that teacher doesn't contact the parent at that point. That teacher calls the state official, puts that right. child into a state home completes the sex change, and then you get interviewed to see if you're a fit parent for that 
child. Well, again. you're going to be if you're not if you don't qualify for state assistance for medical coverage, you're also going to be paying the bills for. And there is that possibility things. too, and yeah. it's just egregious. So it's not really a political subject anymore. This is the difference between good and evil. That is just plain evil. It is. And like Lyle, you said, a lot of people don't even understand the passage of that. That's one of the things we're working on. We created a new legislative action team of the GOP, the Spokane GOP. So kind of modeled it after the conservative ladies of Washington with Julie Barrett, if you're familiar, but a local team that will help promote what is happening with these bills and help promote how people can get involved. So before something like that passes again, that we help spread the word even more than we did to help people engage so we don't get bad laws like this that pass. And that's what we need to do. Shannon, back to your point about people running for office. We are positioning ourselves and growing ourselves and building the infrastructure. That's what we need. And we need help. We need a lot we of help do. to do that. We do need but help. we want to help people run. We want to help people get qualified and ready to run because it's not enough. You know this, Tim. We know this. It's not enough to just want to be right. It right. does not win elections. We've got to get smarter and savvier in, in running for office. And we are the organization that needs to help make that happen. Well, like in the inspiration, you can't just, you know, you just filling out your ballots, not enough because you want the stuffing first. You've got to do more than turn out to vote. We need to run towards the enemy that's after our children. Because you know what? If you wait till the enemy knocks at your door, they've already taken out your neighbor. Yep. You know, you, there's analogies about that. Well, yeah. If no one's here to protect me, I didn't protect my neighbor, I didn't protect them. Who's going to protect me when everybody else has already been taken over, right? That's right. So I think that this conversation is going to continue into the second half of today's show because uh, we are time limited and reality dictates sometimes. And I think we need reality to dictate more in Olympia, more in our city councils, more in our county commissions. And like in the inspiration today about facing off the enemy and the hunter being hunted by the wild turkeys, I think the, the problem with government and politics today is the folks that are in control had way too much wild turkey and it's not the kind you hunt. We'll be back in just a moment. Good gravy. We are in the Thanksgiving season, and here at the Right Spokane Perspective, we want to thank you, the listeners, for listening, and we want to thank those listeners that have helped support the show, keep the show on the air by sending those donations to Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, PO Box 7620-99207, or who've gone to the website and donated. They've kept us on the air. We've just finished up pretty much a, a campaign season where we've provided those candidate interviews to you the listener and we want to appreciate those listeners out there who have used those interviews to help inform their family friends and neighbors on who the candidates are so in this thankful season when we get together with our family we want to thank them again for being a part of our lives and we want to thank you the listeners for being a part of ours happy thanksgiving and welcome back to right spokane perspective on this you know, thank God for Thanksgiving. Thank God for our family. Thank God for a nation that's done so much great around the world. And, uh, you know, it, it's easy to point out where we've where we've had flaws. We personally and uh, internationally as our nation has, you know, navigated reality. And I think that uh, I'm going to just go ahead and sit back while I pick the turkey out of my teeth and uh, think about all of the uh, wild turkey that's been ingested by our politicians. And we've got some folks here locally that are working to make sure there's less elected officials that uh, take in so much wild turkey 
this distilled kind as they take votes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so we're we are working very hard to be a grassroots organization, right? Mm -hmm. It is it's no longer top down heavy, right? This is about bottom up empowering the people, empowering our PCOs, empowering our grassroots volunteers to be the voice of the party and to get involved. And that means whether it's helping to nominate our, our uh, recommended candidates or endorse candidates, that's now in the membership of the party and not just a select group of people. So we we want to do that. And, and that means that these candidates have to be vetted. Our elected people that go through the process now have a vetting process that the PCOs have a say in that is rigorous. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's not going to just pass the muster just to run. I mean, we've got to get people schooled on how to run an effective campaign, how to do it in a way that is helps you be successful. Because again, like I said, yeah. it's not enough just to want to be right anymore. You've got to right. be smart. You've got to figure out your campaign from start to finish. Yep. And you got to, we got to, we got to help you figure out how to get across the, the finish line. Well, and we need like people this, to engage to be able to do that. Absolutely. Well, and the engagement was interesting this year with the local GOP because you guys actually, this last election cycle, did support sometimes you dual endorse you know however you put that in your uh documents but you, you guys actually got involved in the primary election yep instead of waiting till right before the general i've seen the local party not even do their recommendations on candidates until like three days before the election been the old rule of thumb yeah so mm -hmm. you guys are, are taking an active role but you're also engaging with the pcos uh, in doing that. Yeah. I think one of the biggest complaints you hear from the PCOs is some of them just don't feel like they're heard. And if they're an elected official, why would we not connect with them? I mean, cause they're connecting with their neighborhoods, right? In their precincts. And it's important for them to feel like when they're engaging, they're out there doing that door knocking and they're connecting with their neighbors and they're trying to get that information back to their district leaders. And then the district leaders bring it to the board meetings. Um, if we're not listening to that, then the whole program's failed. And I think over the last several years, they've really felt disenfranchised, you know. And so MJ and I have been, you know, uh, talking about how we can reconnect with our PCOs in a lot more aggressive format um, to give them more of that voice. And one of the things we did is we changed our boardroom location. And uh, there's just a lot of value in their input. Now we got to stay on course and we got to make decisions as a board right at the end of the day. But when we hear different perspectives from somebody on the north side up by Deer Park to somebody that's down in, you know, uh, maybe Fairfield or Waverly or there's somebody's in Liberty Lake, you get a little bit of a different perspective. And I've sat on several boards and I always like somebody else's opinion in that boardroom when we're making those decisions because I might have a strong point of view to something. But if I don't hear any pushback to it, then I, it's just a bunch of yes men, yes woman kind of conversations. Right. And I like that dialogue to kind of get my brain turning and exercise that thought. And it helps make that more healthy decision at the end of the day. Yeah, we've get we've put some things into place. So now, you know, a PCO has the opportunity to add an agenda item. It's right on our documents page on our website, SpokaneGOP.com. And and so if you want to talk to your PCO, your precinct committee officer, and say, hey, I think the the GOP should, you know, consider this or go to the caucus. But it's not just at the caucuses now that they can do that. The PCO can add an agenda item to any of our board meetings, go through their district leader, and we'll discuss that item. So again, we've We've really tried to flip this, 
back to a Nordstrom's model, you know, customer service customer uh, is at the top of the pyramid. That's right. You know, and we're down here as chair and vice chair supporting the whole organization. This is, this isn't about us. This is about the people and the PCOs are right next to the people. So when you're talking about PCOs, I know that a lot of folks, we've talked about it on this show, but if there's new listeners out there uh, or people that want to better I don't know, explain this to those that are going to be uh, ingesting all that ham today and the turkey, <laughs> that they can be involved locally, that get the caucuses are coming up, and that's right. there might not be a PCO at the table because there's some right. vacant precincts because citizens, you know, lack of engagement, maybe they don't understand the process, how they can be involved, uh, maybe they're disenfranchised because they've, I don't know, believed a media narrative about, you know, the power of politics and the only thing important is the president and, you know, the political narratives of the parties at the the national level but you can make big changes at the local level by being a pco active in your community and how many pcos are there about 290 right now and we have 450 precincts 451 okay so very big possibility that the those in line for the stuffing first who voted who get informed stay informed because they listen to right spokane perspective and all our interviews with candidates and they can go to the caucus, and if there's no PCO at the table, they're going to have to lead that caucus as a citizen because the rest of the people at the table that didn't get warm stuffing are going to be like, we don't know what's going on. you got to do this, right? So in doing that, there's, what, almost, was it 30% of the precincts that you would say are vacant? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I know there's guidelines of when you can be appointed as a PCO, but if you have a, a table that's got citizens there and no PCO and you get to be that delegate, you can also sign up with the district leader. There you go. And become a PCO. Right. And and May, you know, starts our process all over again with the with the um, signing up to be PCOs. It's just like every other elected official, you have to declare, you know, declaration week in May. So that's also the other opportunity. So I got to bring up something because this made me think of this. You know, some people watched the uh, the GOP debate, right? And Vivek kind of uh, hammered on the, the GOP chairwoman, Rona McDonald. And some of you know that we had Harmeet that ran for RNC chair here uh, a couple you know months ago for our Lincoln Day chair. And so uh, it was interesting. I saw her tweet. She's starting to get active again. So I think you know there's some criticism around Rona McDaniel and her leadership of the RNC. The conversation on Twitter was, well, how do we take, you know, how do we change this chairwoman? Well, guess how you do it? You get involved with your local GOP. And I put yep. that on there. And I said, this is how you do it. And you get involved, you run for PCO, you elect your state committee man, your state committee woman, the chair, they have a say at the state level, and that elects the national committee woman, national committee man, and the chair for the state party. And that's who gets to say who's the chair of the national party. Yeah. We can have a play in that. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. And, and I want to chime in. If you're thinking about being a PCO and just don't think you're qualified, um, I want to just uh, push back on that real quick because uh, we're just common everyday folks out there. Right. And we actually have district leaders and we got other leadership in place that will help you along with the process. So you don't have to feel like you're going at this alone. If you feel like you want to jump in, you're just like, I just don't know what to do to get involved. Become a PCO. Let's fill that gap. If you're a good grassroots person, you align with our with our party platform. Come, come aboard. We'd yeah. love, we'd love you, to have you there. Then who? Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it looks all sorts of different ways. I mean, we have people all across the spectrum of engagement and it's called precinct committee 
officer. So go. that doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Get your committee. You don't, you know, maybe walking is hard for you, going back out and door knocking. You don't have to. You can find somebody else to do that part, and, right. you know. And I want to add one more thing here because I think that a lot of people might have this thought that it has to be that older kind of person, 50 plus years old. It does not. We have some. Actually, you can register to vote in uh, Washington now when you're seven, 17. 17 and a half. So, right? yeah. Or let's, 17. Let's yeah. get the young legs in the game. Well, that's exactly right. MJ and I are just, we're bent on this. I mean, this is like our number one goal. Uh, we see a lot of the youth, and, and I'm talking even the highly educated youth. They're just going, this is nonsense. This, where's the common sense anymore? Well, they have to stomach it in school. They're, they get to see the direct result of government policy and they, shoved down their throat right. at school, shoved in their face all the time. That's right. It's been crammed down their throat. And they're just like, okay. you know. And I think a lot of it, like for my son who went to uh, four years of college, he's like, dad, this COVID narrative, I don't understand it. He goes, it's so much of a double standard and so hypocritical. He goes, they probably would have had me if they would have just made sense out of it. He goes, but I can see the corruption behind the scenes just because of their double standard in place. This is an this is an, uh, a college educated kid, okay, yeah. and and we make fun of those college educated kids like they've been indoctrinated so much that they don't have their own mind anymore. I'm telling you what, there's a lot of his friends too. Likewise, same thing. You know, they all played sports together, and that they're talking, they're collaborating, they're like. This is this is wrong. This isn't the direction our country should be going. Well, and we got to get the next generation involved because we do we need. Do. And that's the interesting. Thing. I think the GOP has a bench. Whether you're looking at the local level or, I mean, look at Congress. I mean, it, I think if you wanted to dig up artifacts, you know, and and find some fossils, Congress is a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so listen, we got to get the youth yeah. involved because yeah. it's their future. That's right. You know what? If I die tomorrow, I hope my vote counted. But you know what? The votes that are the people that are going to be voting for years to come are the ones that have to live out the consequences of the last generation's vote. Yeah. And so we got to get the youth involved so that they can be Absolutely. part of their children that are either just being born or yet to be born. And and folks that think that politics is messy, right? Oh, I don't want to get involved. You know, the GOP, this, this, this group of people, they're always embattled within the Democrats at least just do whatever. No, they don't. They do what they're told. They're yeah. automatons. They're to, you know, this is the party line you're going to pull. The Republicans need to have that messiness and that infighting to come to the best result that represents the people. Cause we have a constitutional representative Republic. That's, you know, what we've fought for. Uh, and we need to fight to maintain Thanksgiving or they're going to get rid of the holiday. And if you think that's not going to happen, look at what the crazy, has brought us politically and if politics isn't supposed to be messy tell me that nothing on your plate today is going to get mixed tell me that your that your gravy ain't going to touch that's good the point. stuffing, stuffing. That's, that's good tell point. me you fill your own plate you folks. can't leave it if alone you don't think this is going to be messy tell me your thanksgiving dinner nothing touches oh yeah yeah right 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 <laughs> that's a hard one to follow i don't even true. know where to go with that i don't either <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of well, how I well, jump in here. Well, well politics is a mixture is. of that stuffing and that ham and that gravy and all those things. You wouldn't want to mix everything together on your plate like Uncle Bob, but 
we all have a different way of the way we carve the turkey, the way that we do we eat the ham first, do we eat yeah. the, the yep. stuffing first. Yeah. We need to preserve that individual liberty, and the only way we do that is by getting involved. Don't let Uncle Bob dip your plate up. Dip <laughs> up your own plate, you <laughs> know? Right. And we need the youth involved to help us do that. We do. Their voice is critical, critical. Absolutely. We're starting our Young Republicans Committee. There's They're trying to start a chapter here. Yep. We've got some great youth that are very excited about being involved, and we've got some, some PCOs that are they, youth, you know, 21. We've got a 21-year-old that just became a PCO. So, hey, we need you. We need everybody right now and we cannot do it alone if you're not there we've got a piece of the puzzle missing and we're not as good as if you're there so come join us spokanegop.com you can sign up to volunteer we're going to have information on those caucuses that's a great way to get involved uh january 13th and then we've got the county convention february 10th we need you involved yeah, you know, and I need the youth specifically because I don't know how to use my computer all the time. So I really, you know, I got like Excel programs that you can help me with. I've got, you know, the apps, whole thing. Apps, <laughs> got to have them for the apps. How do I get this app yeah, to like, work? Yeah, and we need what? work on those abs after that Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner abs. too, right? Oh, good segue. Yeah, it's not just the nice apps, job. But, it's, but it's also the abs. So yeah, again, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving. We need to be thankful for you know the things that are good in our life. We also got to be wise in the things that are going to be attacking us in the future and attacking our children so run towards goliath that's right that's right right. we got to run towards the enemy of our children of the continued state of of constitutional representative republic so of course those who voted first stab at the stuffing those who are willing to go to caucus and become a delegate you get first stabs at the dessert table all that being said extra gravy extra (laughs) groovy gravy yeah all that being said folks uh, have a great thanksgiving we will see you again tomorrow bye-bye bye-bye You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective LLC and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you.